Hi, this is Sandy Rios, and uh, this noisy place is CPAC 2024, one of my favorite places to go. You know, I can't think of anything on this earth <laughs> that I like really better than interviewing people in person. I enjoy it so much, and we have just had a, a cavalcade of stars, not that that matters, but I think more importantly, I'd say a cavalcade of people who are um, just dedicated to saving the country. Uh, from different perspectives, but uh, of all kinds of subjects. You're, you're in for a treat as we do these. Dr. Malone will be with us, and uh, Tony Schaefer, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, uh, Julie Kelly, uh, you know, who writes all about J6, and I don't have, I can't remember everyone in this moment, but it's, it's good stuff, and so I think you're going to enjoy this next series of shows. We always, I always begin uh, CPAC when I can uh, with the, uh, the head of the ACU, American Conservative Union, which is the parent, uh, the, the umbrella over uh, CPAC at Matt Schlapp. Matt has been a friend for a long time. If you listen to me, you've heard me interview him many times before. And boy, he did a bang-up interview today. And so uh, that's it. You're in for a treat. But of course, you know that you can call us at 662-821-2040. You can write us at sandy at afr.net. You can email us at sandyrios.com, our Facebook page, which is being revamped is Sandy Rios 24-7. You can find us at AFR.net. That's where the podcast is, but it's on every podcast platform. Hopefully your favorite, you'll be able to find it. Um, And also, our our website is a great source. Uh, You can order the book there, Sandy Rios. What is my book called? God's Velvet Hammer. (laughs) I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, So you could order the book there at SandyRios.com and also listen to the podcast and just it's really kind of a one-stop uh, place for your convenience. Before we start the show, I want you to know, you know, I'm here today because, why? <laughs> a lot of reasons, but because my mother, my mother chose life. And you're here today because your mother chose life. The miracle of life is a gift that everyone deserves because every life is precious. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn's network of clinics. Preborn introduces babies to their moms through ultrasound. And after hearing her baby's heartbeat and sing her precious baby she's twice as likely to choose life through love compassion and free ultrasounds preborn has rescued over 280,000 babies and every day their clinics rescue 200 babies now that is really a miracle just one ultrasound costs just $28 that's the cost of maybe a dinner. Well, maybe no dinner for one. Uh, but you can sponsor five ultrasounds for $140 to help rescue five babies' lives. If you would like to help, go to preborn.com slash Sandy. That's preborn.com slash Sandy. But for now, sit back and relax. This is going to be fun. On today's edition, coming to you live from CPAC 2024 of Sandy Rios 24-7. From American Family Radio, Sandy Rios. We are not called to be nice. We are often called to be confrontational. And here with me in D.C. is Fox News contributor Sandy Rios. I think the most important thing we need to demonstrate to our children is genuineness. That we actually believe what we say we believe. A longtime Fox News contributor Sandy Rios, thanks very much for being with us. Seek justice. Not social justice, but God's justice, what's right and what's wrong. Sandy Rios is with the American Family Association, a pro-life radio talk show host. We've got to say this is the line. Life is sacred. Director of Governmental Affairs for the American Family Association. Step up, speak up, say something, do something. 
Well, this is Sandy Rios, and we are here at CPAC, where I happily am, have been, I think, every year for the last maybe 20. I don't know. It wow. seems like it. How long wow. have you been chairman, Matt? Um, eight years, I think. Just eight? Yep. I think it's Ooh. eight years. That's too long, really. Is it I mean, just been eight years? I think. Shouldn't there be term limits? I mean, I think. Not you know? for you. Okay. Not for you. Because, you know, amazingly, okay, by the way, I'm talking to Matt Schlapp. He's the chairman of the American Conservative Union, which is the, you know, the umbrella organization for CPAC, Conserv- Conservative Political Action Conference. Yes. 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 Yeah. Every year it gets better. This Honestly, is an amazing year, I think. It, it, it's a very special year. I think so, too. In fact, I want to start with uh, the, your international summit that you had last night, which yeah. I had the pl- privilege of, you know, uh, being a, just a fly on the wall. That was pretty cool, in. wasn't it? That was yeah. the mo- that was the most wonderful event I've been to here. And that says a lot. That's yeah, saying a lot. Yeah, it was pretty special. So let's talk about it. Because, yeah, I um, love that. I could just say that you have CPACs. Not everywhere, but all, pretty much all over the globe. Yep. And we haven't have done it. Antarctica yet. Tell us it's too cold. So we're <laughs> Don't of, ask me to go there with you. I we haven't <laughs> gone to China. I think we'll all get killed, you know, um, but almost everywhere else. There's a lot of good people in China there are, who are yeah. suffering. Maybe well, we could it's not, start Well, China's not our problem. It's the regime. <laughs> right. we got exactly. to remember that. It's I mean, not totally, the people. Totally. So we could, if we could get a... a you know, a CPAC without having them get yes, you know, have their heads cut off would be great. But Matt, uh, last night you had um, Japan, Hungary, England, Argentina. Did I miss a country? Um, Hungary, Korea, Japan, oh, Korea, yeah. Uh, Chile, Chile. Yeah. No, excuse me, it wasn't Chile. It was Argentina. You said Argentina. And then we have El Salvador, the president of El Salvador coming. So there was El Salvadorans in the room. We had 20 countries, Sandy, not just at the table, but whose embassies and governments called and said, hey, we hear you're doing this, and we think we deserve to be a part of the conversation, too. So we were just kind of sitting in the CPAC office, kind of chuckling, not mockingly, but kind of wonderfully like, wow, um, they do want an alternative way to talk and have diplomacy because the Biden administration isn't just destroying America, isn't just ruining our large cities. He's, they're ruining everything through their ambassadors. Their ambassadors are all about pushing woke, not about helping that country be better. No, and you know, as I was, we're going to talk about what you talked about, but as I was watching them, the thing that made me sad was that I know, and this has been the case for decades, they look to America. Countries, yeah. even if they say they don't like America, they look to us for leadership, and That's we right. are kind of the, la- the the net underneath the high wire. That's right. You know, to catch everyone, and we we can't catch everyone now. Yeah. And I felt badly actually when uh, is, was that a closed meeting? Can I say no? No, it was it was open. You okay. can talk about it. Uh, when Senator Tuberville said, you know, we're broke and we can't yeah. help anyone, and yeah. I, I kind of hated. For, I know he had to say that, but I just thought that's not what those people at that table who are suffering more than we are. Well, I think, Sandy, you have your own conversations while you're here, but my belief as to why so many people are coming to CPAC from overseas is because they are trying to wake us up. They feel like, not the people at CPAC, but the people in the country are in this trance of just, you know, lurching to the left and becoming European and just allowing the government to do everything, not understanding or viewing the Constitution as, as special and... These people from overseas are like, my lord, if we lose America, we're all done. And they all, there's almost like a fear in their eyes that that could actually be happening. And that's why they love Donald Trump. And last year when you had, uh, within this last year, you had Victor Orban at, yep. the, one, I think, the Florida CPAC, I'm not sure. It was Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Uh, and he, I was interviewed I remember by the, that because he had that great line. He said, the globalists can go to hell and I'm going to CPAC in Dallas. 
And I said to myself, I'd love to have that on a pillow. I didn't hear you that. Know? Didn't yeah. hear. <laughs> well, I remember I was interviewed by Hungarian television, yeah. and uh, they, they were asking me about the U.S. because I've been in conservative politics and leadership in the moral issues in the country for many, a long time. And when they asked me about our country, and uh, they, they were f- floored at, at what we were allowing in public schools and with parents. Yeah. And, and I told them, I said, the irony of this is so rich because you have to understand I grew up during the Cold War when it was Eastern Bloc, that was the Soviet Bloc, who were doing the very same thing that you are so surprised that's happening yep. here. It's just how time twists things. But it seems to me the theme last night was every country is pretty much experiencing the same kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I would say there's the same kind of like six-front war, and they have two or three of them where they're getting at the worst. And, um, and you know, in America, we're kind of experiencing all of it. But some of these uh, battles, Mercy and I didn't experience until we went to their country. So, like, the whole transgender thing being pushed on kids, which is, you know, let's face it, the Bible's pretty clear about this. That is the worst thing that anyone could do. You know, just spoil a child sexualize a child it's the worst thing and we went to brazil and and they started the minister started it was a woman she started talking about what was in the books and bolsonaro wasn't empowered to get rid of the books because it was like a five-year contract for the books and he was only there for four years and so if he got reelected, they were going to get rid of the books of course he got his election stolen didn't get reelected. so you know we went through this and mercy and i looked at each other and said oh my gosh could you imagine if this was happening in america well it was i just didn't know it it was oh. happening in all of our schools in yes. America, and of course not being covered, and everybody said it, they'd say, oh, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist, and then Virginia blew up, and then we all realized, my Lord, they've done this everywhere. Yes, and, and stunning, Jay Aiba, who is yes. always comes, he's CPAC Japan, yeah. uh, I talked to him a little bit, and I know he said this last night, but he said, um, Ram Emanuel from Chicago, Ram from the Clinton administration, I, you know, I'm from Chicago, so I know that's... Not a good thing. He did a beautiful job in Chicago, didn't he? Yeah, just (laughs) glorious. Even before he got there, you know, he was a ballerina. Yes, I did know that. Trained ballerino. I don't know what you call (laughs) ballerino. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he's pushing LGBT trans in Japan successfully. And you know, it's not a Christian nation. Of course, they have Christians there, but they have their own culture. Yes, it's based on different traditions. Yes, but they don't want Americans to go over there. And once again, to spoil their children, thinking that, oh, they don't know what gender they are and stuff. I gave a speech in Japan, Jay was with me, to one of their new parties that uh, has popped up as their Republican Party has become more centrist. They feel the conservatives don't have a place to go ever since Abe was assassinated, this great prime minister who loved Trump. And so there are these upstart parties, and they asked me to come speak. I spoke in front of 5,000 of them. Uh, most of them don't speak English. And it was funny. I talked about things like the vaccine, and I talked about, which is becoming very controversial in Japan, even though it was popular in the beginning. And then um, I talked about Rahm Emanuel, and I, that didn't have to be translated for the booze just to start. They're so angry that what Joe Biden, when they're sitting there right next to China, and really right next to Russia and China, when they're standing there with all of these major crises around them, our ambassadors talking to them about making their kids gender confused. And they're so offended by that. And that's just a disgusting, it's colonialism in the worst sort. It's America pushing its putrid values through a Biden administration, not that the people think, onto these other countries. And by the way, they also threaten them financially if they don't go along with these things. And I believe, I'll say it on your show, um, I believe the two gentlemen that have the courage to speak at CPAC, Mr. Malay from Argentina, 
and Mr. Bukele, who will speak tonight from El Salvador, both presidents, both new, both young, my guess is they're getting a lot of blowback and pressure from the Biden administration to not show up. And if they show up, which I think they will, I think it's their way of saying, Mr. Biden, we think you've got 10 months left, so we're going to make friends with Mr. Trump. Wow. Well, Miller is just making news. He's been amazing. And, yeah. and we heard before last night of how it coming after him. And just like Liz Druss, she was there last night, yes. former prime minister who really got booted out. How long did she serve? Three months it as wasn't prime long. minister? I mean, really. Uh, it's, it's she so- faced her own deep state and weaponized bureaucracy. And I had dinner with her last night and she went through it all. It's, a, it's really a harrowing story. She's really a very brave person. She's still a member of parliament. She's young. You know, I think she's got another act. Oh, I just think I have such admiration for her. Yeah. But th- just before, I know we have other things to talk about, but I was fascinated with that last night. And the thing that I noticed, again, Matt, it's the same pattern everywhere. It's a top-down thing. It's like a corruption of government. Yep. It's like a taking over of, it's it's a pattern that's being followed everywhere. The LGBT, the, the, the forcing of everything, mm-hmm. the, the internet, the so lack did of free you, So, Sandy, did you understand the reason why we had the summit and the reason why we opened it to the press? I know we're trying to punch above our weight, and we all feel beleaguered, all of us who love this country. And the reason we did the summit is to give people hope, but also to send a message to these guys, which is we're all going to coordinate, all of us who love freedom. We're going to work together. We're not quitting. I love it. And I the really press do. we got around the world for that summit, one of my staff was just showing it to me. I mean, it was gangbuster. People are just wanting some leadership. And, um, you know, you can write all the white papers in the world and you can say what all the policies should be. I think the resolutions we passed on election interference by Joe Biden, standing with Israel and telling everyone to pull out of the WHO. I mean, people stood up in that room and gave us a standing ovation. Yep, I was one of them. I I was so excited. I can't believe those were such powerful resolutions. And I thought they might fail because not everybody, you know, I just didn't know how it would go. But I just kept sitting in my chair praying like, okay. I kept saying, do the resolutions. And I said, well, maybe it's not going to work. And I don't want to publicly fail. And I was like, let's just do them. And then all of a sudden something told me that little voice. And you know what that voice is. said, go for it. And I was like, we're doing it. You know, truth is just so powerful, man. And people are realizing that all of this woke stuff and all the other things that COVID and the truth has a way of winning in the end because yep. it has to comport with reality. That's People right. are saying that, that that's not really real. What yeah. they're tra- and the trend are unfortunately, sadly, so many people who have taken the route of hormones and transition are finding out that that was a lie too. It's a fantasy. And, uh, it's a it's, it's a tragic fantasy. Yeah. We're selling a bill of goods to people, and uh, and you know you're right. It's it's you know once you do these things, you can't go back. No. And we've had we've had some of these people speak on our stage, and you've had them on your show, and. They're very brave people to come out and tell the truth about what's going on. The fact is, there's a lot of doctors getting rich off this and a lot of drug companies getting rich off this. And that seems to be at the bottom of everything. Some dastardly corporate interests that can get fake news press about how they're helping people when really they're harming people. It's terrible the the way it's being driven by corporate and also medical. I'm sorry, but they, they just, it's that they cannot... They cannot correct themselves. You know, know, medical schools, if you're a medical student right now, you can't get in unless you've had the COVID shot. That's right. You can't You can't get a residency in a That's hospital right. unless right. you've had the... It's like they don't... Like, where are you guys? Where we are you get, living? We got a doctor who was fired uh, in Virginia for not taking the shot. He's a great doctor to have, but, you know, he's suffered... He's now on my board, but he's suffered great professional loss. I mean, we can fight back, but it's kind of never the same. The world's not going to go back to what it was when there was yeah. kind of a decency to our society. We're not going back to that. We're going to a different place. 
but we have to have our voices raised in this different place because it's going to be much more dangerous. Yes. And we're going to have to be ready for this fight. We're never going back to this, whatever we saw in the past of your childhood and my childhood, it's over. And we got to wake up to it. Now, we can set, help set the rules for this new order that's going to be in society. Uh, if we're quiet, it's going to be the gulag. And I don't want that for my children. No, I don't want that for my children either or my grandchildren. And so that's why I appreciate oh, Matt, I just love what you're doing. You know I do. I told you that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, but you are that. a refreshing voice. And I think, you know, I think you would agree. I think you would agree that the darker, the more ominous, the more awful things become, the light, the true light, God himself and God in us, it just shines like a beacon. Yeah. And that's what gives the power. And that's what gives you the power. Like when you read those resolutions last night, I just felt, I was like, <laughs> I, I was almost on the roof. I was. I, they great. had Thank such you. power. I yeah. love those. And I did it on the stage <laughs> to open up CPAC, and it really pumps people up. Oh, you up. did? Really? I did. I just, I kind of, you know, did it my way. I didn't read them word for word, but I paraphrased them. And, you know, the idea that the Democratic Party thinks it's getting away was saying that we're all Putin apologists. By the way, the people here from Eastern European countries, they don't like Russia, they don't like Putin, they didn't like the Soviet Union. There's animosity for generations. They get accused of being Putin apologists. The Hungarians get accused of this. The Republicans here, Trump supporters here. But it's the Biden administration and Joe Biden who's using Putin's tactics of trying to put his opponent in prison. These are not liberals. These are not open-minded, kind of like live-and-let-live liberals. These are fascists. These are very evil people. And what they're doing to Trump, I think, is the most outrageous thing that's ever happened in our history. And I think the people here believe that. I think so, too. And if people don't understand why he has such strong support, it's because of the way he's been treated. And you know that people are upset. They're angry even if they don't love his tweets and they don't love this or that. And they wish this or that. They are devoted to him because they can't stand to see how he's being treated. There was a a European journalist here from the U.K., and it was one of my first interviews. And he was going on and on about why Donald Trump did this to himself. And every time he said, well, he committed laws, I was like, well, what law did he break? He was like, well, he defrauded people. I was like, give me the name of one person he defrauded. Like, when you get down to the bottom of it, just ask very basic questions. There's no answers to it. What Donald Trump did is he scared them because he won't follow anyone's rules. And if you're going to live in the swamp and if you're going to live in this kind of dangerous America that we're in, you've got to follow these guys' rules. And when you don't follow them, they're going to come after you hard. Did and you? when they get rid, when they do what they want to do to him, if they're successful, what's going to happen to people like you and me, Sandy? Well, we know We're the an- We know the answer to that. Yeah. And some have been killed. We need to do a panel, thanks to you, on the the uh, corruption of the Justice Department with, with Jay Six and Jay Six and, yeah. and all. So and uh, Jeff Clark. And so yeah. that's going to be fascinating. And um, thank you for doing that's very uh, important issue. I that I have a real passion for it. So I thank mm-hmm. you for uh, asking me. Okay, so let's talk about this year's CPAC before I have to say goodbye to you because. Uh, from my perspective, I've already told you, I think it's really wonderful. What's different? Newsmax is doing a lot. Hard to sell D.C. last year. It was harder. That's true. People are getting more used to this fact that Donald Trump will come back. The city is ours, too. So more people were willing to come, which I thought was great. New media. You can see it. Yes. People that we used to trust and we don't trust anymore are gone. That's right. They're, they think that they're going to blackball Trump or CPAC or whatever. It's not going to work. All these new voices have popped up. And I just feel like people are going to non-traditional ways to get their media, because I know I am, like never before. We're still trying to figure out what's that imprimatur of truth. 
and uh, Mercy and I have figured out we found the book where that exists called the Bible <laughs> and there's really nothing else that's like it so just go there and then try to dabble with the news and do the best you can listen to what Sandy Rios tells you and what the good people tell you but Newsmax is here big um, you know, Bannon and War Room is here big. And so, you know, we've got the right kind of people here. Yeah, I think so. And one last thing, you have banned, uh, you banned. Yes. Well, I don't know what category. You sn- uh, you, the media we denied thing. media credentials to people who are not journalists. If you write all day long, we check their feeds. If every story every day is a hit piece on Matt Gates or Donald Trump or, you know, uh, Mike Lee or whatever, you're not a journalist. You're an apparatchik of the Democratic Party. You're a propagandist. You're an info warrior. And you're, we're not giving you a media credential. And so I told them, I was like, they're like, oh, so I can't go? I was like, no, you can go buy a ticket. And then you can protest in the back. And you can harass me when I walk down the hallway. It's fine. I'll be good. I'll be, you, you can't harm me. But you're not gonna. We're not gonna credentialize you by saying you're in the media or a journalist. I you're love not. that. I love that. That's also just so unique. I think God has given you a way to look at things very uniquely, Matt. It's because my <laughs> IQ is not that large, but it's just large enough to keep up. Okay. I <laughs> get you in trouble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Matt, thank you for everything. Now yeah. the people can watch this live at CPAC. Yeah, just go to CPAC.org and you can live stream it on your favorite yeah. platform, including Rumble and yeah. Twitter X. You know, whatever you want to watch it on. We just. We're, we didn't pick a favorite. We're letting everyone do it. And by the way, when we do it that way, Sandy, we'll have much more views. Our strategy has always been don't make money on that stuff. Let everyone see the content. And we'll have more, we'll have more eyeballs and more attention, more media than any sporting event, any award ceremony. It, it's amazing uh, what comes out of this event. I'm very proud of that. And I also think, man, this is the time to get it together. We don't get it together. We don't win this year. We're going to lose this country. That's something I'm I'm certain of. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, and that's why that's why people are pumped. They're so great. This is like an oasis yes. in the middle of the desert for Americans and for all of our friends. Overseas. It's a revival. It's a revival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd like that because yeah. I was thinking last night during this discussion about Islam, how it's overtaken England with Liz Truss and. Um, the other gentleman, Nigel, Nigel Farage, Farage yeah. who's been all over there. With since, all the Palestinian yeah. flags. Yes. And, yeah. You know, the only thing that really can counter the radical ideology of Islam is radical Christianity. That's Meaning right. You really believe yeah. that Jesus, you know, died and right. for your sins, and he rose again, and like the apostles, you're willing to die for that message. That's right. And that's the message that is strong enough to push back Islam. That's Any, right. You know, anything else short of that really doesn't work, Matt. That's exactly there right. There are no we, political solutions We have this, this problem with, we have this religious conflict and we also just have this conflict with people who are serving Satan by believing that you can have no religion and live in some kind of halcyon secular existence and what when they take religion out I didn't know this but I know it now when they take religion out and say we're just going to be neutral it's a lie they they backfill it with all this evil all this terrible all when they said oh we're just going to have God out of the classroom so that you know we don't proselytize in the classroom look what they put in all of this paganism Satanism gender weirdness, I mean, everything, the BLM ideology, it's all right there. So we got bamboozled into this idea that in America, our Constitution mandated this left-wing orthodoxy in our schools, and we got tricked, and it's a, and, and a lot of people were lost in it, and we've got to stop it. Yep, I agree. One last, this is a personal question, Matt. Yeah. We've often said, I haven't said it today, that yeah. uh, I met you years ago when I was president of the CWA, and you yeah. were a staff I don't know what your role was at the in the Bush White House. What was I your had role? some fancy title. I was it, the political director. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. So you've always been, um, uh, you've always been a strong Catholic. Yes. I'm sure of that. 
Yeah. But how, this is, you know, fast forward 20 years. Yeah. How's your faith different? Um, it's different for sure. I just kind of took it for granted as something that was almost like a hereditary gift from my mom. And it was always there. I didn't lean on it a lot. And uh, as you get older, you have struggles and we've had a hard year. Um, it becomes everything. It's not something that's one of the things you have. It becomes the only thing you have. And I'm lucky because I'm equally yoked. And so my wife and I kind of went through this, what as Catholics we call it the dark night of the soul, when you feel just desperate. I, I said one day I felt like I was a piece of pottery and someone took a hammer and just shattered it. And it's the greatest gift in the world when that happens. You don't know it at the time because it's pain. But what you realize is, is that you've stopped building your own life and fixing all your own problems, and you ask God to fix your problems, build your life, and you say, my prayer constantly is, because I, I, I always want to fall back to the old ways of, oh, I'll fix this, and I'm going to get that person, and blah, blah, blah. And I just say to God, you know, I have only so many days, months, weeks, years left on this earth. Please, please, let it be aimed at every, each and everything you want me to do. You know, if you're going to be a Christian, it's not a Sunday thing. It's not a get-on-your-knees-at-night thing. It's not 10 minutes a day, an hour a day. It's every moment. Like, your whole life has to be focused on your Savior. Everything you do. It doesn't mean you're praying, but you're living your life in a way where everything you do is like a prayer. And we're trying so hard to live that way. And by the way, it's the greatest way to live. It just releases everything. Yeah. Well, you know I agree. I know you, you do. You know I agree. Yeah. It's in him that we live and move yeah. and have our being. That's what That's the right. Apostle Paul said. And how sad it is to take oh. some of us to be 56 years old to figure well. it out. But you know what? Better late than never. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think God even <laughs> takes that into account, you know. But I'm just thrilled and that you bring that kind of passion to CPAC. Yeah. And a lot of people affiliated don't know Jesus. This isn't a religious way. thing. No, you know? it isn't. And but, we need but, to make but, that but clear. But people need to understand as the chairman of CPAC. Uh, if there's a conflict between my faith and doing this job, I just won't do the job. So it's going to have to have harmony, or I won't do it. And I think, I think we're doing it in the way he wants us to do it. And people should challenge us when we don't. Fair enough. And you have. Yeah. This happens. Yes, it yeah. does happen. Yeah. And I, I'm so honored that you respect my opinion enough. So I and actually want to know what I think. But that doesn't matter. I but just, one of the best parts of CPAC is people that you, everyone thinks think alike. Well, there we have differences. All <laughs> right. And right. we would make different choices on who would speak sure. about this and that. And sure. I think it makes it more fun. Absolutely. And that's part of God. There's di- well, actually, diversity was God's idea. And even diversity of thought was God's idea. Some things are non-negotiable, but opinions like this are not. Look, something in the conservative movement that we have is we have always been dominated by think tanks. And I always said think tanks are the church of our movement. You must believe in these 20 things. We must use the same words. We use these phrases. And then we're all the same. And that doesn't work in politics. And we're not, this isn't a church. You know, I go to a church and I have a church and it is an important thing in my life. My politics are a little bit different. You have to allow differences, even on important issues. But you have to rally around a central core. And our central core right now isn't the fact that we're all for a flat tax. It just isn't. I mean, I like the flat tax, but that's not what this is anymore. This is about, are we going to be these revolutionaries to stand up and save this country? And by the way, we're going to have lots of differences along the way. Some people are going to be more educated on politics and policy than others. And we just have to toss over to the side a lot of these 1980s kind of notions about what will get us there. And Mercy and I, look, we're not young people, so like we challenge ourselves with our kids and our daughters saying, you should be trying this and trying that. Guess what, Sandy? We're going to try different things. We have to, because this is too important. 
an orthodoxy, a silly political orthodoxy won't get us there. Or even even religious practice that isn't essential to the faith. It's That's just a, right. a tradition that doesn't right. have is not tethered to the eternal, you know, God's totally real hardcore right. truth. So That's right. know, it's true for all it's true for Protestants and Catholics. I mean, I'm, I guess me. when Jesus came to this earth and one of the things he did is he created his church and the Bible's clear about that. We just had mass this morning, and the readings were all about that. And my guess, those early church leaders, especially with Jesus not on the earth here physically, still with them but not physically, I, they must have had a heck of a time trying to figure out, are we going to do this? Are we going to do that? What are going to be our rules and our policies? They've gone this way. They've gone that way. What matters is the central focus, right? Yes. And that's the same thing here. The central focus is, does God still bless America? If he does, he wants America to do good. America can't do good if her people are wandering around in this crazy woke stuff. It just can't happen. And doing really bad things, immoral things. I agree with you. And I think they want to come back. I think there's a thirst for something with Mm -hmm. our young people. So that's what we're trying to do. So Can I give you some hope? Yeah. I got uh, two kids in college. Yeah. And they bring home the nicest kids when they come visit us, and we visit them, the nicest kids. I'm Catholic. A lot of these young men are looking at being priests. They're hardcore priests because who'd want to be a priest in our society? You have to be a Marine priest to want to be a priest. (laughs) And there's so much with these young people. They know the fraudulent stuff they've been sold in the popular music in the movies. And so there's so much hope out there. Please, if you're listening, we can do this. And it's not just about saving America in a secular sense. It's about saving America in the sense that we are an important spiritual voice all over the world. Our diplomacy on these things, when we have the right people leading our government, are so important. We are the beacon for religious rights, human rights, all of these things. Let's get it back. Let's get it back. We can do this. I'm with you. I'm on your team. I know it. Sign me up. So (laughs) anyway, thank you, Matt. You do infuse so much courage. And And I have to say... You've taken such horrible hits. Yeah. And to see you back in this place where God is using you and the... Does it look like it got me down? To, it looks to me like you've God has used it to I make so. you stronger. I That's agree what with it that. looks like to me. I agree. And Mercedes, too. So uh, amen. the radiant, beautiful Mercedes. By the way, you can see CPAC at CPAC.org. You can tune in for any of it. And most of this, they can watch it later also, right? That's right. Matt? Yeah, and we do can't. tons of clips, too, so we do short form, long yeah, form, okay. any way they want it. Okay, very good. Matt Schlapp, uh, chairman of the American Conservative Union and uh, the big kahuna of CPAC. Thank you for joining Thank, us. Thanks for being here. It means so much that you're back. This is Sandy Rios 24-7 on American Family Radio. Well, if you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? A little different than your $28 donation for One Ultrasound. Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. To donate, all you have to do is go to preborn.com slash Sandy. That's preborn.com slash Sandy. And you'll never be sorry. You know you won't. You will never be sorry you did this. Hi, this is Sandy Rios, and I miss you in the mornings. But now I'm hosting a podcast, Sandy Rios 24-7, which is available at AFR.net and SandyRios.com. Well, I finally finished that book. God's Velvet Hammer chronicles God's call in my life from a small-town girl to Berlin, Germany, Radio Moscow to North Korea to Washington, D.C. I talk about Sasha Girl 
It was my disabled daughter. I talk about, I got the music in me. That's a chapter on my music life. Lost in India and other adventures is hilarious. You won't want to miss it. I talk about my sweetheart, the blessing of Bruce. And then a mysterious chapter called My Green Face and the end of it all. Oh, I think you'll enjoy it. Like the Apostle Paul, these are my shipwrecks and my adventures. All for Christ and His kingdom. God's Velvet Hammer is available wherever books are sold. And remember, Sandy Rios 24-7 is available at AFR.net and SandyRios.com. Okay, Sandy Rios, uh, back with you again from CPAC uh, 2024. And I've asked, of course, my sweetheart, who he's with me, he's right He's right here next to me, and he's been with me the whole time we've been here. Hi, sweetheart. Hi. We've hardly had a chance to talk. Maybe we should just talk, you know, catch up on stuff and let people listen. Can you re- reintroduce yourself to me? I'm <laughs> not sure I remember you. <laughs> Maybe you decide to, you don't want to meet me. I don't know. It's been it's been busy, hasn't it? I've seen more of your banner picture than of you. <laughs> yes, it has been busy. It's good. It's a great busy, though, really. This is a, a wonderful event. What, what have you liked the most, Bruce? I mean, I don't... Maybe I shouldn't pick on you that way, but... Well, um, the there was a summit held yesterday um, with people from all around the world uh, that are uh, government agencies, or government officials, um, Nigel Farage, um, Morris Tan, um, just uh, uh, national security experts, and what was... You, you had you had people from the U- UK, Argentina, Israel, the U.S., South Korea, China, Japan, you name it. And what came across internationally was what a disaster woke policies are, whether it be militarily, educationally, economically. All these countries that have tri- oh um, Australia was there, they had a big input on it. Every time these policies are tried, they fail. Yeah, that's what struck me, too. It's like across the globe. And not just that, but that's part of a a process that seems to be playing out all across the world of overtaking uh, free countries. But what was was, um, a positive about it, though, is you're seeing these alliances of former enemies, really, like... South Korea, Japan, and China, not the Chinese government, but the Chinese people, are realizing they need each other. They need protection from people like North Korea and the, and the Chinese government. And they are becoming, you know, uh, pals again. Uh, uh, Australia, being in that part of the world, knows they have to step up. Anyway, it was interesting to see the cooperation that can happen between people like that. You know, that's funny because you didn't hear my interview. I have to explain to people, Bruce didn't hear this interview because we're in a very noisy place and he's out kind of fending off lots of people and trying to get other guests so he doesn't have the luxury of listening. But uh, that was my favorite thing too, that international conference last night. That was just wonderful. And Matt and I did talk about that. But it's great to have your perspective on that, Bruce. So, um, well, I think we've said enough. Matt, Matt covered a lot of ground, and so, uh, honey, thank you. I could not do this without you. Oh well, I I, 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 I love you. coming here, and I love watching you. This is this is the best I see you when I see you at CPAC, when you're you're in a room with live people and just uh, the synergy of the sounds behind us and the people going by. It's I never enjoy your shows more than at CPAC. Thank you, honey. Thank you. 
Well, all right. Uh, all right. Well, that's uh, that about wraps it up for us on Sandy Reels 24-7. You know you can call us at 662-821-2040. Oh, by the way, don't forget to listen uh, to whatever parts of CPAC.org uh, you want to watch. Uh, I'll be on the main stage Friday morning about 840. And if you're listening to this after that, you can always go on CPAC and find it. Well, uh, anyway, we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> but uh, that's I wanted to mention that. You can uh, email us at sandy at AFR.net. You can go to sandyrios.com and order the book, God's Velvet Hammer, and listen to the podcast and do it's pretty much one-stop shopping. But, of course, you can listen to the podcast on any of your favorite platforms. You can go to Facebook at Sandy Rios 24-7 and uh, the other social media platforms, too. You can find us if you just search for my name. Well, listen, thank you so much for listening. We, what, what would we do if a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it? Does it fall? <laughs> well, so it is with me. If I do all these wonderful interviews with these wonderful people and nobody listens, uh, then it doesn't have any impact. But uh, So I, your, your participation is so important. And I hope you'll listen and share it with your friends and others that you think would benefit from Sandy Rios 24-7.